Hi everyone. It's been a while. This is the preamble to season two of what I've learned. We're going to pivot. A lot has happened in the last six months and I'm bringing you day five of my boundary series, which is on YouTube. You can just Google Cheryl Falland or type Cheryl Falland into the YouTube search bar and you will find my tiny but mighty channel where I'm going to continually be uploading my teachings and my talks as they come out. So I'd like to invite you to find me on Instagram at the Cheryl Fallen so that we can connect and we can talk more about healing, trusting ourselves, mundane magic, intuition, and just trauma recovery and how messy and wonderful and awful and awkward it can be as a human being on earth trying to figure it out. I'm so glad you're here. Let me know how you find today's episode. Bye for now. day five in our series about boundaries. We covered on the first day, sounds like a you problem. And then we moved into our reaction to boundaries, how we feel about them. And then we moved into how to create like energetic boundaries, like tools that we could use ourselves in order to like mentally or magically, depending on your own personal beliefs, visualize and create boundaries. And then we talked about boundaries with like work and relationships and such. And we're just barely skimming the surface. I, years ago, was sitting in a class and we were, it was called people helping. So it's similar to like intro to counseling. I was sitting in a classroom and the professor was like, what is the first word that comes to mind when I say the word trust? And I said, don't out loud in a room full of people I barely knew. And I like wanted to like grab my words and eat them and put them back in my mouth. And she was like, that's really interesting that like, don't is the first word, like don't trust. You must have a really hard time feeling like you belong or being close to people or being understood or whatever. And it's true. And the thing is, is it's not so much that I was closed off, like I would tell people my life story, but it was more um, that I was oversharing and I didn't have any boundaries so that people could reject me instantly. So I didn't have to invest in that relationship, in the trust factor, I would just get instant rejected and move on. So I was pushing people away by making them basically relive my trauma and be like, look how fucked up I am. Now I don't have to be your friend. Like you already, like I was 
projecting my judgments about my own shit into the minds of others so that I could self-fulfill my prophecy that nobody was trustworthy and nobody would love me and nobody would accept me, et cetera, et cetera. That's a horrible way to live. That is a horrible, crappy way to live. It's isolating. You feel alone all the time. You could be surrounded by people and people could actually quite like being around you, as you can imagine. People love being around me. I'm hilarious. I'm cheeky. I'm fun. I'm warm and I'm inviting. But I was only inviting at arm's length. I rarely, rarely ever let my guard down ever. And I was always trying to prove myself because I didn't trust myself that I was enough. And I didn't trust that I was worthy or valuable in my existence. So I was continuously striving to be the best at everything I was doing, being, saying, learning, and it was exhausting. If I got less than an A on any assignment, I would go down a dark spiral and totally hermit away from everything. And I would think I was garbage because I didn't get the top of the class. Because I didn't trust that me, just as I am, was good. And I didn't trust that other people thought that I was. And it got to the point where um, whenever somebody did like me or did invest in me, I wanted to know what they wanted from me. Because there was no way that someone just wanted to be my friend. There was no way that someone just wanted to spend time with me. There was no way that just being in my presence doing nothing was enough. There had to be some ulterior motive. And I went through life for so long, up until even just a couple of years ago, suspicious of everyone because I had no trust and because I had no boundaries. I would try to get as much information as possible and overextend myself in every aspect so that I had the most control. But what ends up happening is you have control over nothing. Because if you're only giving 1% of you to every single thing, you don't have control of anything. What I needed to do was invest in finding out who I really was. What really defines me? What really motivates my actions? and change the things that were no longer serving me. Because this distrust, this lack of boundaries, this oversharing to keep people at a distance, um, this thinking I had to do everything on my own because people would always let me down or bail on me or use me or judge me. All of these thinkings, all of these patterns, all of these literal things that I carried and believed to the point where my longest standing friendship that has no silent periods in it is my partner. And we've only known each other for five years. I'm almost 35 years old. And my longest unending relationship where from the moment uh, we got close until today, we've talked every single day is Olivia. That's it. I don't have childhood friends that I talk to all the time. I do talk to them sometimes, very infrequently. And it's not because I don't care about them, because I do. If anything happened to them, I'd be devastated. But 
it's because I've become so self-reliant and so at a distance that I have to actively, intentionally trust and throw myself out there and just let things happen out of my control. It's very isolating to have those trauma responses where I can't accept help. I can't ask for help. I don't trust that people are going to show up for me. I don't trust that the universe actually gives a shit about what I want. And I don't trust that um, it's going to come through. I don't trust that good things are permanently in store for me. I often am skeptical of like, contests or whatever and I I'm not as bad now like it's something I've worked through and you can tell the difference if you go like scroll through my social media profile because I haven't hidden anything you can see me trying on different ways of thinking and different ways of being trying to earn the trust from other people as if somehow if people could trust me, then I could trust me. But it works the other way. I had to make those boundaries where other people's values, worldviews, what's important to them, their religious beliefs, their family of origin, um, their inherited worldview, those things weren't mine. There's a really hard balance when we care about people and we actually love them between honoring them and seeking their approval. And what I mean by that is Olivia and I don't have the same values, but we have enough of the same values that we interact. So she's an Aquarius and I'm a Leo and we are opposites. So we often think completely differently about a lot of topics. But there are things that are important that we agree on, like the environment, the basic decency towards humanity, that everyone has the same amount of value regardless of what they do, of what they say, of what they know, of their social or economic status. Just by the sheer existence of being a human being, you are invaluable and you have the same amount of value as your neighbor. And we don't like that because we like to hierarchy people based on what they do. And I'm here to tell you, that's not true. You are magical and beautiful and valuable and trustworthy and amazing and smart and intelligent and vibrant and you have a lot to offer the world. And you need to learn, if you haven't already, if you're not already on this journey, how to put up blockages from other people's opinions and thoughts and rules and trauma and the tapes that they play themselves that belong to people in their lives so that you can reattune to that voice. Think of like a kid, a kid who's like four or five and wakes up and is like, I'm a tiger. Today, I am a tiger. And depending on how tiger they are, they will wear a costume, they will draw on their face, they will talk in roars and grunts all day long, they will eat what they think a tiger eats, and they will just be a tiger. 
And no amount of anyone telling them that they are not a tiger will make them less of a tiger. At some point, children are told they are not special. They are not unique. Their ideas do not matter. They need to color inside the lines. They need to obey the rules. They need to do things the way things have always been done. They need to keep their parents comfortable. They need to not rock the boat. They need to not draw attention to themselves. They are too loud. They are too obnoxious. They are too colorful. They are too hyper. They are too much. And they don't trust their voice anymore. They don't trust their inner compass. They don't trust their hopes, their dreams, their imagination. Some children have amazing support networks and wonderful parents and wonderful family units and teachers, etc. And they help them to become these amazing, light-filled beings that are so creative and curious and lighting up the world for the rest of us that were shushed that we're told our opinions, our thoughts, our feelings, our ideas were invalid, we were effectively taught not to trust our inner voices. So, what were you told? What was shut down? Who told you to stop being you, to stop dreaming, to stop existing uniquely and magically in a way that draws other people in that makes people curious when did you pull down the safety net of my own voice and put up someone else's defenses when did you start removing yourself from the equation and buying into what other people are saying? Because our voice, this is what I do. I teach people to rediscover their inner truth that exists inside everyone and to tune into that. Because when you deeply know yourself and you deeply trust yourself, it doesn't matter if someone else isn't trustworthy. Because you trust your, your intuition and your gut reaction. You trust your intelligence. You trust your strength, your resilience, your ability to know and not know whether or not something is a good choice for you, regardless of everyone else. You can tell, you could read the energy in a situation in a room because you're attuned to that voice. Why do kids like one thing and not another? You ever ask a kid why they don't like another kid? 90% of the time, they're like, I don't know. I just don't like them. Or you ask them why they don't like a food. They're like, I don't like it. Like <laughs> They just know. They just know that they don't. They don't overanalyze everything like we do. The other side of the thing is when you trust yourself, you can trust yourself to be a work in progress, which is something I'm gonna talk about tomorrow in the masterclass. Trusting myself to be a work in progress looks like, Olivia says something and it triggers me, and I start to react, and I stop in the middle of the reaction, and I say something like, 
I'm so sorry. I'm reacting to this right now because I still have healing to do or I'm struggling with this or this reminded me of something else and it's not about you, it's about me and I'm really sorry. And I pause and I trust myself enough to know that whatever reaction emotional that is coming up right now is about the past and not about Olivia. Trusting Olivia is that I know no matter what she says, no matter what she does, no matter how it comes across, she's not going anywhere because she is a person of her word and we've made a commitment and a promise to each other and I can trust that. So when those anxious thoughts from my past self start coming up where I need to people please and I need to not worry about my needs and I need to think of everyone else first and I need to make sure that everything on her life is perfect and whatever and I'm like burning myself out because I'm thinking in my old self because I'm not trusting that just as I am I am enough and I'm not trusting that just as she is she is enough that I can stop and be like whoa what is happening here? What am I leaking my energy? Where's my boundaries messed up? Where am I overstepping that I'm putting all this responsibility on me to keep her happy? That's not my job. Happiness is an inside job, y'all. We can't, we can't keep other people happy. We have to trust that the same strength, resilience, guidance, energetic field that is within us that we can cultivate is available for other people to cultivate too and that it's not our job. It's not your job to heal someone. It's not your job to teach someone, to lead someone, unless you have a calling to be a teacher. And even then, you can't make someone learn. It's up to them. So tomorrow, Olivia and I are going to have an honest conversation as long as she doesn't get called into work um, with you about trust in our relationship and how it even happened because we weren't even dating and trust was the foundation for eight months before we started dating. Um, I've told Olivia things I've never told anyone. And she's told me things she's never even told herself. They just kind of came out because radical acceptance, which is one of the things I'm going to teach on tomorrow is a shared value that we have and it builds trust. So let me know if you're in, if you're coming. There's only six spots left for the Trust Masterclass. It's only $10. And I am so excited about it. If you can't be there at noon Pacific time tomorrow, you can watch the playback. But make sure you send me your questions, anything that you'd like covered. It's a 90-minute session, and we'll play it by ear if we need a break in between. Um, we're going to cover trust in the sense of practical ways you can you can start to cultivate it. Because I feel like we, we covered boundaries a lot this week, and I feel like um, – I'm not going to touch on them too much in the talk tomorrow. That was the whole point. This is like the foundation. So you can see where your trust might be lacking with yourself and with others and with the universe and like with uh, authenticity and all of those things. 
through going back through the talks from this whole week. They're also on YouTube if you prefer to watch them off of Facebook. Um, so we're not going to cover boundaries tomorrow, not really. What we are going to do is I'm going to share where I was and where I am now. Olivia's going to share as best she can because she's an introvert who has a hard time talking. So bring your questions. Um, she's going to share where she was and where she is now, how we did that. And then I'm going to give you simple tools that you can do to cultivate trust with a low stakes environment with yourself because your brain doesn't care whether it's high stakes or not. Your heart does, if that makes sense. So the brain pattern that you create when you follow through on things, when you do what you say you're going to do and you be who you say you are, when you have integrity, authenticity, and radical acceptance, you build trust with yourself. And every single time you build trust with yourself, you become more secure in your identity and your calling and who you are and less swayed and influenced and freaked out by what other people might say about you or what you project to them saying about you. So come and see. It will be good. I promise. Bye for now.